0: Okay, let's get into this year's parsha's Vayikra Tavshin Ayim Beis. And uh, again, scheduling note: Bezrat Hashem. Uh, next week we'll have a shir. Next Wednesday on parsha's Sav. Uh, the following Sunday will be the Hagadah Shir. Following Sunday, a week from Sunday will be the Hagadah Shir. Probably we'll start it at 8:30. See how long uh, how long we go. We'll call Meyer for 10, but um, but we'll start it at 8:30, and then uh, we will. Um, we'll figure out the the place, um, but um, we will be missing a parsha in that um, in um, in Eretz Yisrael here the last day the day after Pesach and Shabbos so we will be missing a, a parsha year on Shmini but in uh, Chutzlarets there just won't be one on Shmini we will be a week ahead for a couple of weeks we'll be giving Tazria but a week ahead when it's Shemini and Chutz but but there are other years past year Shminis out there I think so we'll uh, we'll work it out okay. So let's start off with. Haven't had this in a while. The name of the parsha, VaYikra, and this is really based on the first Rashi. The Chaveri talks about it in source number one, but the first Rashi. First Rashi tells us VaYikra Moshe. We've spoken many times in the past about the small aleph in VaYikra, but it says Rashi, L'chol dibros l'chol amiros Before every time that Hashem spoke to Moshe, before every dibur, amiro, or tzivui, kadma kriya lashon chiba. He says, Hashem says to Moshe, Vayikra. He calls him. So here, before Vayidab Shem Limar, or Shem I Love, we have a Vayikra. Vayikra Moshe, he calls to Moshe, without saying a word. It's Vayikra Moshe, Vayidaber. It's all about Lashon chiba It's just a reflection of Ahava. Lashon Shem Malach Asharis It's a Lashon that the Malachim use. Sheneh as we say every morning, Vikara Ze Elze. Vayikra, Kara, there's a Lashon of endearment. When he does not want to show affection, it's va'yikel. He happened upon upon them by Bilam. But Vayikra is a Lashon of Chiba, a Lashon of affection. Says the Lovavet Sharebi, the Parsha therefore starts off in this middle Sefer of the Torah to reflect affection and love that Hashem has, has for us. Before, in other words, line 8, Rashi teaches us that when God called out to Moshe, He was not merely doing so in order to attract Moshe's attention. Uh, Moshe, could you look here for a second? No, he was doing more than that. More importantly, that it was an expression of affection. Right, sometimes when you're talking to somebody, you say you say their name. What do you say their name for? You're talking to them. They know you're talking to them. But you say, "Son, son, let me tell you something." That's a to vayikra. Well you got? There's nothing said. It's just He calls him. This teaches us that God's affection for Moshe and likewise his affection for every Jew is more deep-rooted in God's essence than even the Torah itself. But then he continues and says, not only does the Parsha start off with this message, the Parsha even ends off with this message, which one might not realize. Because if we look at the end of the Parsha, as we know by Yikra, gets us into the world of Kodshim. The world of Karbanos. One might think that all oh, Vayikra is all about Karbanos. The whole Sefer. It's not all about Karbanos. The first fifteen Prakim or so, right through Achrimos. But after that, there's no, there's some Karbanos, but there's many, many mitzvahs, many mitzvahs in Kedoshim, many mitzvahs in Emor that have nothing to do with Karbanos. The first half of Vayikra is all about Karbanos. So if you look at the end, Parshas Vayikra is really the the basis of. The rest of the sephers, you have carbon ola, carbon mincha, carbon shlamim, carbon chattas, and at the end you have carbon asham, the last part of, of parshas va'yikra. It's all about sins. Estol bavet If the parsha starts off with this tremendous love that Hashem Baruch Hu has for us, and it ends off by and we will sin against God, and we'll have to bring carbonus. How does that connect the beginning of the end of the parsha? It's all about me'ila and, and swearing in, in, improperly. It says the Rebbe, no, it's exactly the same point. Because the Kodesh Baruch is telling us, somebody sinned, there's a way back. There's a way that you don't have to just be forgotten and forlorn and forsaken from the Kodesh Baruch Hu, but rather there's a way back, the process of tshuva, the process of coming back to a Kodesh Baruch Hu, as the Gemara tells us in the Psachim, Tshuva was one of the seven things created before the world was created. Kodesh Baruch Hu had this divine plan before him because he knew the nature of people and he wanted to make sure that we knew and we know that he always wants us back. And even if we falter, it's already into the system that we could come back. So both the beginning, Vayikra, and even the end, the Averas that lead to Karbanos, it's all about reflecting the love of our Kodesh Baruch Hu for us. He ends off in the final analysis This is the perfect ending in a parsha which represents God's unconditional love for a Jew. For it is precisely by virtue of a Jew's inherent connection to God that he's able to return to his maker, even when his relationship by a Torah has become temporarily interrupted. It's only because of our tselem alokim that we're always connected, and even if we might sin, we still could come back. Okay, so now we get into the parsha relating to Karbanos. Question is, or just the hara? We can't learn the parsha without this hara from Rav Hirsch. I don't think we mentioned it before. We don't usually have two English sources, the first two, but it's always the first for everything. Says Rav Hirsch in source number two, the word carbonos or carbon is generally mistranslated. Mistranslated. This. Oh, the next fifteen prokem are all about sacrifices. Says Rav Hirsch, says nothing further from the truth. A carbon is not a sacrifice. A karbon is not like, oh, we're Moser Nefesh, we're, we sacrifice something. I think we mentioned last year that it's ironic that when we come to late to shul, the first thing we sacrifice is sacrifices, Carbonus. first thing we skip. But anyway, Cesar of Hirsch, karbonos, a carbon is mistranslated. And when we come to Vayikra, and many times we feel, some of us have already gotten it, the past couple of parshias that now the men from the boys are separated in terms of being maver sedra, we got to focus. We got to push ourselves because no more storyline. Now we just got hardcore halachas. But this is a major part of the Torah. Torah is about mitzvahs, and therefore we have to try to push ourselves and and focus even more on it if we don't appreciate it. Because every detail and every carbon has so much message and has so much content for us to take out of as we will try to do over the next couple of weeks. But says reverse, even just we say carbon. What's a carbon? A carbon is not a sacrifice. A carbon is from the shorish, karav, karav, to be close to. That's what a carbon is. And if we think about it in those terms, then the next couple of prakim have a whole different different mentality we have. What message can I get from this whole section that has to do with manna coming closer to Hashem? As we said, it's called Vayikra, Lashon Chiba. It says Rav Hirsch, it is most regrettable that we have no word which really reproduces the idea which lies in the expression carbon. Right? Sometimes you can't translate something. It's not translatable. The unfortunate use of the term sacrifice implies the idea of giving something up that is of value to oneself for the benefit of another. Or of having to do with something without something of value, ideas which are not entirely absent from the nature or idea of a carbon, but are diametrically opposed to it. We think that we're giving something up by a carbun. That's not the purpose of a carbun. It's not meant to sacrifice. So there's no good translation. An offering, that's also not a good translation. Why? What is an offering? An offering reflects that the receiver of the offering needs something, is lacking something, and I make an offering and they get something out of it. The other being, the recipient. That's also inappropriate. But the idea, line 11, of a carbon is far away from all this. It is never used for a present or gift. It is used exclusively with reference to man's relationship to God and can only be understood from the meaning which lies in its root karav being close, to approach, to come near, and so to get into close relationship with somebody. Karav that's what a carbon is about. What's the avoda called? of karbanos, It's called hakrava. Hakrava is the act of coming close. It thus rejects both the idea of sacrifice, of giving something up, of losing something. Karbanos are not about losing something. And also it's not about the receiver needing something. The makrav desires that something of himself should come into closer relationship to God. That is what his karban is. And the procedure by which this greater greater nearness to God is to be achieved is called hakrava. Karbanos are all about coming close to Hashem. How does that work? I think about sprinkling blood, I think about animals, I think about but we have to we have to deepen our appreciation. We, you're right, this is the, the one of the hardest sections of the Torah to appreciate. But that means we just have to work harder. Doesn't mean we turn off. And that is even why Refresh continues in the next Pasik. Turning over, quoting Chazal, that throughout the Karbanos, the name of Hashem that is used is not Elokim, not Midas Hadin, which might reflect a vengeful God. Well, you sinned against me, so you need to give me something now. That would be Elohim. But Yudke Vavke is always the shame Hashem that is used, meaning the unchanging God. Ha Vavke, because the carbon has nothing to do with me, says Hashem. It has to do with you. It has to do with your coming closer. You're doing the avoda. It's an avoda. Just like we have avoda, Tefillah is avoda. What's Tefillah Is tfila a sacrifice? Avoda is karbanos, and avoda is tefillah. It's all about. Reconnecting, reconnecting to Baruch Hu reconnecting to Yudke Vavke and that's why that is the name of God that is used throughout the section of Parshas Vayikra Parshas Sav which talk all about the Karbanos he even says at the end the name Hashem which appears exclusively in connection with Jewish offerings puts to shame all that still today Apikarsim blasphemingly drivel about the bloody cult of sacrifices people think oh Judy Va'yikra is all about blood and guts and sacrifices and killing. If you think about it, if if most people in the world are not vegetarians, so they're also killing animals. The only difference is we do it in a sanctified way, and everything that you, they usually throw out, like the fats and the blood, we act with them to symbolically give us messages, and that's it. And we kill them in the quickest way possible. No chayim. We have to appreciate what va'yikra is about. And he says that's what hakrava is. That's what a carbon is, and that's a message that we have to internalize before we start parshas va'yikra and sefer va'yikra. Okay, let's get into some of the details now. Some of the nitty gritty. Rashi, Parak aleph, pasuk So We know the first carbon discussed by the Torah in va'yikra is carbon ola. Carbon ola, in a sense, the most kadosh carbon, carbon that's totally kliil always goes up straight, burned on the Mizbeach, everything goes to Hashem. But the Torah tells us that you have various choices of what you can bring for a carbon ola, an ola's nedava, voluntary. You could bring, if somebody has a lot of money, they could bring bakar, they could bring cattle, they could bring sown, they could bring an oaf, a bird, and if they really don't have any money, so then, right there are other, other, uh, you can't bring a, a flower, but um, for an Ola, but you could switch it to a current Mincha. But Rashi says at the end of the section, the last Pasuk in, Parash, in Perak Aleph, what about a bird? Lest someone think that bringing a bird is not as good as bringing a sheep or bringing a uh, bakar, and that's all that I could afford. So Rashi quotes from a Medrash. It's also the end of Meseches Menachas. Rashi quotes at the end of Pasuk Yitzayin, Neamar ba'of reach nichowach. It says by the bird that a bird offering brings a reich nichoach l'Hashem. And v'namar b'behemah reich nichoach. The same word is used. The same quote-unquote reaction by God is used by a karben olas ha'of and an olas b'hemah. V'omai l'cha to teach me echad ha'mar b'vechad ha'mamit u'belva'ach y'echav n'aslib ol'ashamayim. It doesn't matter how much a person brings. Echad ha'mar b'vechad ha'mamit he gives more, he gives less, as long as he's kavanah l'shem shamayim, his heart is in it, he's giving all he can, libo shemaim. that's all Akadosh Baruch Hu cares about, and Akadosh Baruch Hu has tremendous nachas, and re'ach mi from the carbon. Two thoughts related to this idea. Echon hamarbev, echon I think I might have mentioned this in a different context, but it's, uh, I'll mention it again. I saw the name of Rabbi kiva Eger, it's quoted in, in the Sharmu Siyanah Balacha. quotes this at one point. Rabbi kiva Eger quotes, it doesn't matter whether one is Marba or one is Mamet. If you look at the word Lev, the word lave. look at the letters before and after the word lave. Before the Lamid is Kaf, and after the Lamid is Mem. Bez, before the Bez is an Aleph, after the Bez is a Gimel. What words are spelled out? The letters before before Laman and Bays is Aleph and Chaf. Ach. After Laman and Bays is Mem and Gimel. Gam. Gam is always an inclusionary term in Gemara. Ach is always an exclusionary. Ach by yom Rishon Tashpishus to Ach always excludes. Gam always includes. Says Rabbi Kivayger. Echad haMar the echad mam it whether one is marbe gam, whether one is mamit, limits, excludes, ach, ubevachi yachavin libo lashamayim. as long as your heart's in the middle, as long as the lab is there, that's all HaKadosh cares about. doesn't matter if one's the gam mentality or the ach mentality, ubevachi that is libo shamayim, that is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is focused on. So that is point number one, Rebekah Yager. Ach, you have the gam, you have the Ach and the Gam surrounding Leif. But there's another idea, which is a crucial idea for our door and for any door. The Otschus quotes from the Arizal. Musup ala Arizal. tamid Arizal always used to praise and give tremendous covid to his star pupil, Reb Chaim Vital. Al goldo and what does Chaim Itzal complain? He says, Rabbi, I don't understand. I'm nothing compared to you. I'm nothing to compare to the to the Gdolim from fifty years ago, from hundred years ago. How come you keeping me Mori. How could it be? How recovered Shabbataraz be? shown him, the smallest in the previous doros. I don't even reach their heels. So how could you see, how could you give me such praise? And the Arizal replied, The you should know. The godless of a person is not based on externally what is seen, what is publicly noticed. knows inside, ha'hu, based on every generation, based on every time period, HaKadosh Baruch Hu judges. And something later on in history, something small, could be equal to something amazing 200 years earlier. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has the Cheshbin. One being Kovishar Yetzer in this century could be compared to somebody learning a hundred blot a hundred years ago. Who knows? HaKadosh Baruch who knows every generation. And in the footnotes, I gave it to you on the top of the next page. The footnotes there, he quotes that the Chavetz Chai used to repeat that Rav Chaim Ivelashin once asked the Grah in Tarnat of Elio it lists off all the Midos of HaKadosh Baruch Hu many Midos, one of them being Sameach bechelko HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Sameach bechelko and he asked his Rebbe the Grah what does that mean? He's happy with his portion he has everything or it's not him, everything is him Baruch HaMakom. He's the Makom, what does that mean? Hashem is Sameach bechelko says the Grah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves when each Jew fulfills their potential in whatever generation they're in. And as long as the potential is fulfilled, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'm besimcha. It's exactly what I what I asked for. I'm a logro line for shakavanahi shakadeshbaruchu sameach ba'amoy yisrael be'ezematzav ube'ezemayel l'shem omdim. It doesn't matter. Gam be'dorish our ruchnis is matam Even in generations that the ruchnis is lower, lo umaz doras are shown, and we think back. We even hear about stories from 50, 60 years ago that are somewhat unfathomable to us. How much certain of the, certain of the greats of the generation, how much Messierus Nefesh they had, how much, how, much, how much focus they had. And we think, who are my, who are we? We do everything that we could do in the generation that we live in, in the time period that we live in, in the situations that we're in, in the family situations, in the social situation, wherever we are. And as long as we fulfill our potential, so that's it. That's what we have to do. And he brings other examples of this from Rabbi Yehuda and from the Chidah, the Chidah writes, as every generation goes on, on the bottom of the previous page, the Sitra Achra, evil forces, we live in, with such tummah, in the state of society that we're in today. But who knows, when somebody does something small, a little Maisa Chesed, a little mitzvah, a little controlling, who knows? That could be equal to unbelievable actions that were done earlier, because that itself is an unbelievable action. And, <coughs> and he says, maybe that's also the Gemara in Psachim, which also appears in Baba Vasra. Now, source number six. Rav Yosef, the Gemara tells us Rav Yosef was very sick. And he, it appeared like he died. And then all of a sudden he came back. And his Rebbe asked him, Nu, what'd you see? What'd you see? You were gone for a little bit. What you see? And he says to him the famous line, Olam hafuch, right, you Raisi. I saw an upside down world. El Yonim lamata, Takhtonim It was upside down. And his father says to him, he says, No, Olam Bora Raisa. You saw a perfect world. We're living in the We're living in the upside down world. You saw the perfect world. It says Cheskel Abramski." Explaining that Gemara exactly related to us. We think, we look around, we're like, who are we? What am I accomplishing? We think we're small. But, no, this is the Olam HaFuch. But then, we'll get to it based on whatever challenges each person has, whatever a wants from them. It says, <laughs> That's the message of the Rashi, and that's the message of carbon mincha, carbon oph, carbon behema. They're all equal in the eyes of Hakadosh Baruch. Okay, we continue. Let's talk about salt. I have a couple of thoughts related to melach. Salt. If you look at the end of the next section, Torah has a couple of lists in Parak Bayes. What is one allowed to have on the mizbeach and in karbanos, and what is not allowed to have? So the first thought will be about a couple of items, including salt, and then we'll talk about salt uh, independently. Says the Torah, Perek Beis Halach Pasig, Yud Aleph. Any carbon mincha, any flour carbon that one sacrifices, lo se chames. Stirch agav. Rav Kook writes in his sitter that mincha is the only carbon that we're going to have during Yomosah Mashiach. When Mashiach comes, there's going to be such so much daas of Hakadosh Baruch Hu all around the world. Even the animals are going to have daas. So we're going to have lundis. We're going to talk about zvachim, but we're not going to we're not going to bring them. Only car- open menaches. That's going to be lomaysa. Rav writes that. That's what we say at the end of Sh'mone Esrei, V'arv'al <speaking in the Shoron> Hashem minchas Yehuda Yerushalayim ki me'olam. D'afka mincha. Okay, parenthetically. One is not allowed to have chametz in a carbon mincha, generally. Only one or two exceptions. Any leavening agent or honey, one is not allowed to have on the mizbeach. Carbon rashes, only carbon only the carbon that you bring on is on Okay, but generally honey is out and yeast is out. Next Pesach, what's in? V'chol karban minchascha ba-melech timlach. But every karban mincha gets salt. V'lo tash b'smelech brisa al melmechasecha Never cease to bring salt on the mizbeach. It's a special covenant between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Chazal say, just like salt makes things stay forever, it preserves so too, our bris with Akadish Barachlu is a preservation of that relationship. I'll call karbon Salt, every carbon needs to be salted. What's the significance? What's the significance of salt and the mitzvah of having salt? The first thought will talk about the other two ideas as well. Says the Chasam Sofer, I gave you in source number seven before we get back to the Rishonim. Chasam Sofer says, yes, salt, no yeast and honey. But one liner, he says, Hakina v'hatayva v'haKavod motzi inasa adam ina olam. You know those three midos the Mishnah tells us in Perkiyavos, bring people out of the world, not only the next world, but even this world. If somebody is about kina, about taiva, they they can't live even even in this world. But kina v'hatayva kavod motzi inasa adam ina olam. Leficha says the Chassam Sofer that is why saur, which symbolizes. Leavening symbolizes raising ourselves up. That's gaiva, so that's that's not allowed. When you try to get close on a Baruchu, karav carbon, as we said, there's no place for gaiva. The more space that I take up, there's less place for God. So, gaiva is gaiva is out, as the as the other Mishnah Perkei says, Maod Maod Havi Ruach. Saor symbolizes gaiva, as the Gemara Bracha says, the Saor Shebi Isa. Next, dvash. Sweetness, marumazal taiva. That also, no place for that in the world of karbanos. But kinna generally, is negative. But we know there is some positive kina, kina sofrim tar And specifically, the Rashi that we're going to talk about soon, the water originally from Eisabraisus that was sent down was jealous of the water that was up, and Hashem's bracha rewarded it. When there's kinah, when there's jealousy for ruchnius, that's a good thing. So that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu says kinah is okay. And that's why you can put some salt, which is connected to the kinah, the jealousy of the water that was upset that it was put down by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which we'll read that Rashi in a second. But that's kinah and type and kabod. They're generally, they're moses adam, But two out of three are totally rejected. One of them has a place in the world of ruchnius. When we see others that are in a higher state of ruchnias, we should be jealous of them. And that's why salt, yes. Yeast and honey, no. Okay, that's Chazam Sofer. But now let's go back to salt specifically. So, why salt? Why salt? Why is salt obligatory to bring with every carbon? Rabbin Abachai quotes four different pshatim. Four pshatim. Why is salt so important? Number one. First he quotes Al-Derech ha are The Giles of Rabbeinu He always gives you an introduction. This one's going to be Pshat. This one's going to be measures. This one's going to be Kabbalah. This one goes through. the so first, Al-Derech line four. We'll get back to what Rashi says soon. Tama melech v'karbanos. L'fi, derech kavod v'karban Hashem tofel, m'v'li melach. Salt generally is what people add to make things tasty. Right? Many of us, even before we taste anything, can you please pass the salt? Right? And usually the balas of ice will say, you didn't even taste it yet. Just taste it and then see if it needs salt. No, but it's, it's automatic. Sometimes it's automatic for certain people. They need salt. Because salt is the opposite of, bl- if it's not salty, it's bland. Carb- Give a salt. Make them tasty. Not tasty like like it's not. No, Kodesh Barakul Khashogadu Salam is not eating it. But mitsi denu, salt always makes it interesting, tasty, and gives it a life. the de and therefore put salt on it. This is what the Sefer Achilah as well says. In order, so it's not toughel, it's not bland. Number one. Number two. The Rabbeinu Bachai quotes the Rambam. Rabbeinu the Rambam. From Morinavukim, but Talamelk explains why salt. So this is the Rambam Lishitaso. Most of the reasons that the Rambam gives for mitzvahs in Moranavukim is related to Avodizara. Many, many, and the Ramban is very upset that the Rambam always gives these minimal reasons for many mitzvahs. But the Rambam says, you know what we have to give salt? Because the old Avodizar never gave salt. So we always have to give salt. The rabbi says, you know why we're not allowed to give dvash? Because they always give dvash. So we're not allowed to give dvash. Everything is anti. But tama ha-melech, ki min agob akum laharchik melech on their karbonos. They have no salt in their karbonos. Um mo'asim and it's disgusting to them. V'lo yakri vuhu klal. V'fadeh shea-melech bole adam. No, they don't want to put salt in because the salt removes blood. And we want the blood. V'herchikeyu kadeh shea lo yei l'cha filu tipa min adam li'ibur. They don't want to even lose a drop of blood to give to their gods. We say, put salt on. They want to give the blood because they're serving the, the God of Mars and Ma'adim. They to destroy their Kavana to HaTorah Never forget the salt. That is the Shittas Harampa. Number two. And finally we get to number three. And for this, we can go back to Rashi. And then we'll see Rabbeinu B'chai quoting it. Rashi, of course, quotes the Medrash. The Medrash. Rashi quotes it in short. I'm puzzling you Gimel. I'll read it from Rashi. Hashem made a covenant with the salt from ma'isabreshis. As the Medrash tells us that the water... Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar is going to quote it. The water, the oceans during my separations were very upset. Hashem put some water above the rakia, some below the rakia. And the water below the rakia said it's not fair. That water gets to be close to you and we're all the way down here. They were crying. Mayim bochim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says don't worry about it. You'll, you'll have your chance too. Salt, every carbon gets salt. Water, nisach hamayim on Okay, that's the rush. We'll get back to that. Says again ob that's the third idea behind Saul. There ahmad just now let's read it. Yeish papiyo b'teraga kabawa. Bris cruce la malem chazim vibratius. Shuftu khumay ma taqtonim nikru mayim bokhim. Begin now And the majrus says mayim taqtonim nikru mayim bokhim. The water is called crying water. Fa lama nikru mayim bochim. why is it called crying water? Keep a shasha khali khay lak karishbar huwa samayim wa nasham separated the water. He put some above and some below. And they were crying. And therefore, Baruch Hu says, right, skip, skip down to line 15. Woe is us that we don't get to serve Baruch Hu. So Ma'asu, what they do, they started flooding everything. So Baruch Hu says, no, you have to stop, you have to leave the land. Arm alamagarish barku, line seventeen, kolkach. Since you did it all you have proper kinnah. They're not allowed to say Shira, okay, on a Kabbalistic level, and also you will be used on the Mizbeach, Bimelach, v'nisuch ha'mayim. And that's by the way, the Bali Muslims say, why water, the oceans. And the rivers, they're never, they're never stagnant. What's a wave? A wave goes up to the shore. The message is that the Mayim Tachtonim are still trying to, to, to get up there and they're, and they're, they are they they can not stop for all of history. They don't stop trying to get back up to Shemayim. That's the Mayim Bochim yearning to get back. So that's the third idea behind the salt. Third idea behind the salt. And the similar madrash also. Before we talk about it a little more, Rabbi Bakhay also quotes Haolam mm-hmm. Kulo Shlishi Midbar the Yam. The world was split up a third, a third, a third, third desert, a third pop- populated, a third the Yam. And the Yam says in front of a Kaddish Baruch Hu Rebodis Shlola. Fascinating. Torah. The desert got the Torah. Be Nivda Beis The Ishav got the Beis Amikdash. I alive. What what was given to me? Nothing happened to me in the water. The desert got something and the Yerushalayim got something. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, you'll get the melach will come from you and you'll be on the Mizbeach. In Yerushalayim, in the Migdash. Okay, but either way, it's all connected to the same Medrash. Question. So far, what we've had, just to review, we had salt versus yeast and honey. That was the Chassam Sof to start us off. And then we said, what's the significance of salt? We had three ideas in the Rebbeinah we had number one, it makes it tasty. Number two, anti-Avodah Number three, these Midrashim. Let's focus on these Midrashim a little bit and start off with a question of the Maharal. The Maharal of the Gur Arye. Question of other Akronim also. The Mizrahi. Says the Gur in source number nine. On the Rashi, that Melach, the salt, will be for the Karbanos and the nisachamayim will be for sukkis. If the water was the one that was complaining, so what does the salt have to do with it? Just pour the water on the mizbeach. What are you the salt for? Just pour water. You have to separate the two. Umitarates and that's what Rashi is explaining to Hanami, so the Medrash is saying that the water also got its share. Even though the Torah only talks about Bamelech Timlach, Rashi throws the Nisachamayim because it was the water that was the one that was complaining. The Im Tomar continues the Maharal and we'll get to his main question. So what do you need two things for? Melach Nisachamayim just do the water you're telling me that you need Rashi had to mention the water because that was the one that complained so just do the water what do you need the melech for? what it's only because it's one week out of the year because could have commanded that Nitzchah would be every day just like Nitzchah so why is it limited? so the Maharal says at first minimally and then he'll say his major thesis First it is minimally, maybe because there are two types of carbonos solids and liquids. So he wanted to reward the water, one solid, one liquid. Okay. The ode, he says. Why also was it split up, Melach and Mayim? Ki Ein They're opposites. Lachim, Yavish. One's wet, one's dry. One makes, thing, what, one makes other things wet, one dries up other things. If you think about it, it's amazing. If you put salt on something, it absorbs the water. But there's salt in water and it never gets absorbed. Ganesh who put two opposites together in nature and they coexist. It's only when we separate them, do they act independently and do opposites, have opposite effects. But says the Gerajah, that's why you had to do both. You had to do water and salt. But then he says there's a deeper idea about the Medrash. And this is his main idea. There's a deeper idea about the water complaining. The yesh b'medrash Hazed davr ne'elam ma'od. There is something very hidden when it comes to this measure, says the Maharal. All things in the world go up. Gas goes up. Anything in nature, not an item that I throw up, that's gravity. But others things go up. Trees grow up, right? Flowers grow. Everything grows up. What goes down? Things go up. Obviously, there are roots too, but the main part of the tree that we see goes up. Water goes. Fire goes up. What other natural aspects of nature are there? Water goes down. What the water was really asking, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, was that Hakadosh Baruch Hu? I don't understand. Everything else in life goes up. You're throwing me down and I'm going to go down. I'm going to flow downward. You're just putting me into a world that's so different. Lefichach. The wa- that's why the water was crying. I'm going to be different than everything. And what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu say? That water says, I want to stay up. The water wouldn't separate and be happy from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Separating. What does that mean? Says the Maharal, you know what the conversation that took place between the water and HaKadosh Baruch Hu was? The water says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I want to stay up. Isn't that the purpose in life? And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, no. The purpose in life is to go down and then to become up. And then to be brought up. To be mekaddish. To always be down. And then to be brought up. Gabi That's the tachlis of life. And that's what I'm looking for. I don't need this water. I mean, I need the water. That's ma'im al yonim. But you are so much more precious to me, says HaKadosh Baruch Because you're not going to be up. You're going to go down and then come up. And that's what life's about. V'zeh, read it again. his alus. There'll be koneh. their mayloh, there is alus. It won't be natural. V'zeh al yideh havdalasam. That's only through their going down and separating, that's when they'll be able to then do what the purpose of life is, and that is going up. As the cutscrew said that we've mentioned many times, doesn't need more People on sheik kodesh t'yonli malachim are always up there. The people raising ourselves—that's what Hakadosh Baruch Hu is looking for. Sheikh is barah continues the ma'arau. Kimida zos he eats l'Hashem Yisbarach. This is what's Gabi Hashem shelo bachalam mizbeach. Rock mimina mashi'vulin. What goes on the mizbeach? Animals, water, lowly animals, tovim b'dayonah, which are always the the victims, the prey of other animals. Kodesh Barako doesn't need, doesn't need attacking animals, predators, even though those are the, the, uh, the ones that are up above in the animal kingdom. Kodesh Barako is not interested in that. He's asked for the lowly because that's the message of life, to be Makadesh. The water says, I want to be up, but Kodesh says, no, go down and then come up. That's, that's what your, that's what your kit is, and that's the message that we take from, from the water and the salts a related point, and this, well, this will finish up our salt discussion. I just gave you in source number 10, Rabbi Hartman's footnotes in the Ma'ara, where he explains this. because the mayim went down, Because they went down, that's where they were chosen to do nisuch, nisuch ha Maybe that's why we dafka do it on Sukkot also, right after Yom Neroim. Okay, but maybe a connected point, it could be a separate idea, but maybe behind this idea is what Rabbi Yaakov Kamenevsky says as well. Also, talking about this question Why Dafka? Salt and water? Just put the water. Says Rabbi Yaakov. Why do you have every carbon gets water? What's the, what's the message of the salt? V'hanirali the beemes ha'isa kan me'in pitzui l'mayim atachtonim. Hakadosh Baruch Hu had to make up something to the mayim atachtonim. The mayim atachtonim was upset. Don't think, says Hashem, that the water above the, the rakia is, is on a higher level than what's below the rakia. You want me to prove it to you? Salt. What salt? Whenever you gather salts from a, or you ever go by the Yamamelach, you see they have all those areas where they cap, get the salt, so what do they do? They let the water drain in, the water evaporates, and the salt is left. What does that mean? What's on the bottom is what's valuable. What's on the bottom is what you take out of the mixture. That's what the message of Baruch Hu is giving the Mayim Tachtonim. Don't think that you're on a lower level because you're under the rakiah. No! Look at salt. Salt's on the bottom. The bottom after everything else evaporates. And that's what the value is. What do you see by salt? How is Melach Rashi describes it in Iksubis, but we just have to go, drive for 45 minutes and so we can see it. Ta'inu. Evaporation takes place. And what's left are the salt uh, entities. That's what Hashem was proving to them. The HaKadosh Baruch Hu is interested in us. And this could connect to what we said before, by the way. of Baruch is interested in you think it's the earlier generations, the upper the ones above. No, wherever we are and we raise ourselves up, that's what Hu is looking for. That's the message. That's the message of the salt. That's the message of the Nisa Hamaim in general, and that's that's what we learned from Al Karbancha. Right? Malaka brismalakalokaka, don't stop, don't forget the message of the salt. Okay. Moving right along. We have, as we know, we have Ola. Then we have Mincha. Then we have Shlomim. Perak gets us into chatas. Right, those who started Dafyomi today, the Sechus Chrysus is Croesus, it's all about Chrysus and Carbonos Khatos as well, because every kares, almost every kares, gets a chatas if it's done B'shogi. Most Averos, you don't have a choice. You have to be a Carbon chatas, and that's what you have to bring. And if you can't afford it, you have to wait till you can get enough money, buy a Carbon Chatos, female, a Kispa, Seira, and then bring it. But there are a couple of exceptions to the rule. Not too many. There are three Averos that the Torah is mekel. And the Torah says, your tax bracket is a little bit less, you could bring a lesser of a carbon. I understand. Those are the carbonos ole v'yored. What the Torah describes at the beginning of parakeh, v'nefesh ki sechta, shama kol ola o yada, imo yagid v'nasah abono. Avera number one. What's that Avera? That's called carbon Shvo'as Ha'edus. If I know testimony on somebody's behalf. I know that Ruben lent Shimon money. And I know that Shimon owes it. And Ruben comes to me and says, can you please testify for me? And I say, I, I really, I swear, I have no idea what you're talking about. I swear denying knowing testimony for somebody. And it comes out that I lied. That's carbon Shvo'as Ha'edus. And you have to bring what's called a carbon Ola, the up and down. If you have enough money, then wonderful, you bring a behema. If you don't have enough money, you bring an oaf. If you don't have enough money, you can even bring a little flower, which everybody has. That's one Avera and then much Mikdash for Kadashev going into the base of Mikdash tame. Second Avera. Third Avera is shvuas Bitui. You make a shvuah for nothing. I swear that a rock is a rock. I swear that a rock is a tree. Okay, various times. Why is the Torah makeled by these three sins? Out of all the Averas, Torah is makeled by these we're just going to do one of them. The rest will be maybe for a future time or for homework. Shavuos Edus. Why is the Torah so make-o? The guy swears falsely and he causes ruvi, a loss. Why is the Torah meiko? Cesar of Suratsky and HaKadosh Baruch Hu goes to the psyche and realizes sometimes that we're in difficult situations in life. And the Torah says, and HaKadosh says, it might be a chait, but I understand somewhat. Says L'Zayim Torah on the mitzvah related to Shvuas HaEdus. He quotes line seventeen. Mm-hmm. Even adds another question, which I didn't even mention. The Torah doesn't even say as a separate. It's a mitzvah. I say. it's counted as mitzvah derisa to testify. The Torah doesn't say, "Thou shalt give edus." It doesn't even say that. Don't lie and withhold your testimony. The Torah even kind of says it as a yagid, but no. If he doesn't, this is the sin. The Torah doesn't even formulate it as an avera. So not only is the Torah mekel in the karban, but the Torah doesn't even formulate it as a sin. Yes, as a mitzvah, I say. So why is that? Why is it, Ba'akifin, Im given given, no says the Azayim LaTorah, V'yei Shlomar, he says, obviously, it says in Aserah Sidiburus, don't lie, but he doesn't say, you have a mitzvah to testify. Don't give false testimony, but don't it doesn't say it for favors that, it's don't not testify by lying. Either way, Shlomar, says the Azayim LaTorah, Torah goes down to the psyche of a person. It's natural for most of us not to want to get involved in other people's issues. Not just talking about it. Talking about it, we all want to hear about it. We all want to know what's going on. You heard about it? That's natural. That we have to overcome. What's not natural is to take action. Have to, be, have to sacrifice something and give somebody, act based on their behalf. That's much harder. We don't want to get involved. Especially, let's say, if two people are having an argument and I'm going to get involved. Aaron, OEv Shalom, OEv Shalom. The other guy is going to be upset at me. I'm going to testify for Ruvain, Shimon's going to hate me. I know it's the truth, but it's somewhat uncomfortable. I'd really rather not do it. We didn't find this in Chazal. Right where there's there's one one party that's an Elaine, that's a strong man. So therefore, it's somewhat understandable, even if it's true. I know testimony for this person, but you know what? It's hard for me. It's not so easy to go testify on somebody's behalf. The Torah knows that, and therefore the Torah says, you know what? The Toveya, the claimers, is to make you swear. Let not make you swear? You have to come to give testimony. But, HaKadosh Baruch who knows that we're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. We're you know, we have to, but we can't, that we're uncomfortable. So HaKadosh Baruch doesn't even say, it in a straight tzivoy, give edus. And if you lie about it, you're going to, doesn't even say that because the Torah understands. The Torah just says, if this is what happened, will no. And that's why the Torah is even mako by the carbon. Because the Torah is your the Torah l'sov Dito. He kila torah b'tshuvaso This is one of the only averas also, that even if it's done by mazes, you can bring a carbon. So it's three differences. Number one, it's not formulated as a separatist. Sir. Number two, it's a make-o But number three, you can even bring a card if you did it amaze it. It's all because you're the Torah with sov daito shel adam. Okay, two more thoughts for the evening. First, the Gemara picks up on a difference, slight difference in language. Parakei pasuk and pasuk chaf aleph, pasuk tesvav, and pasuk chaf aleph. If you look in Pasik tesvav, this is the Isser of meila, the Isser of benefiting from the base hamikdash illegally. Nefesh kisimol maal, somebody violates vechata bish, excuse me, vechata bishkaga and sins by accident Mikachi hashem, and that is a carbon is one of the averes you have to bring a carbon, the carbon ashem for. We said there are three avares for an olaviorid. There are a number of Aveiras also for a carbon asha. Good. The Fazek says if I violate, if simol ma'al, which uncle translates as lie, yishakar, shakar, shakar ma'al, and v'chata bishkaga. That's my me'ila. If you look a couple of sukkim later in Pasach Ha'falif, now we're talking about actual stealing from your friend and denying that you stole Nefesh ki sechta, if somebody sins, Umal ha'mal b'Hashem, and they violate. the b'amiso, and I deny having something of my friend. Chazal, in the second of pick up on the fact why in Pasik Tezvav, in the context of mi'ilah, benefiting and stealing from God, so to speak, first you have the verb mi'ilah, ma'au, and only afterwards you have the verb chait Ki Mao ma'au, v'chata Chait is only later, while by stealing from your friend, chait is front and center. Why the difference? Says the Gemara in Baba Basra on Daf Peches. You see it quoted in Source Number Fourteen, Line Six. Levi, Kasha Gezel Hevyot Gavoa. In a certain sense, stealing from your friend is even worse than stealing from the Beis Hamikdash. Why? When it comes to stealing from your friend, it puts the word "cheit" front and center first, and that reflects that it's worse in a sense. And here it puts "meila" before "cheit." Okay. Question is why? If we would have asked the average guy in the street, "Is it worse to steal from the base amikdash or steal from your friend?" We would have said stealing from the base amikdash is much worse, and yet. Chazal pick up on a slight difference in lashon in the Psukim, in our parsha, and they're that stealing from your friend is worse. So says various answers given. You have here this is oh I didn't write who it was from. This is Kamosi Shalorav. Kamosi Shalorav on our parsha quotes first the Rashbam. Maybe right, when you deny it by Hekdash is not. The Marshal has his shot, But we're going to go with the third shot that he quotes. From the Sefer Ginas Bisan. Still in the uh, Pura mode. Line 18. He talks about a Rambam. A Rambam that we have quoted in the past. The Rambam in his Akdamit the Perki Avos and Shmona Prakim talks about two different philosophies that people have. Is it greater to be what's called a Moshe Barucho or a Tzadik Meule? Is it greater for someone to want to do an Aveira? I wish I could do that Aveira. But you know what? Hashem told me I can't, so I'm going to control myself and not do it. Is that a high level? Or is it an even higher level or a lower level if somebody has conditioned themselves so much that they don't even have the Taiba to do the Aveira? I have no Taiba for the cheeseburger because Hashem told me it's usher. So it's disgusting to me. I don't want it. Or I wish I could have that cheeseburger, but you know what? Shem says I can't. Okay, which is a greater level? Which is a greater level? See, so he quotes that the philosophers say that it's a greater level to be a tzaddik me'ula to not even have the Taiba for it, while certain chachamim say says the Rambam no. Even you can have the tayva. Fshi ve'efsi. But when goes, are lie? What can I do? The Rambam makes shalom. Rambam makes shalom between them all. It depends on the type of mitzvah we're talking about. To put it in our lingo, a chok versus a mishpat. To put it in the Rambam's lingo, he guessed the lingo from Rav Sadigon. lingo, mitzvos shimios and mitzvos sichlios. Mitzvos sichlios are what we call mishpatim, seichel, logical mitzvahs. When it comes to a logical mitzvah, says the Rambam, then it's greater to be a tzaddik me'ulah. Right? Oh, I really wish I didn't have to give my father this cup of coffee, but you know what? Hashem says, keep it on the aim, so I have to do it. That's terrible. right? Oh, I, I really wish I could steal from this guy, but you know what? Hashem said I can't. It's terrible. No. By the mitzvahs of, of the Sichlios, we have to condition ourselves to make sure that we are in sync. Masha by the Shimiyos, the words that Shama, that you just hear it, you just do it because you heard it, by the Chukim, then the greater level is... You don't have to condition yourself for, for shatniz. A shatnis. No! It's fine to want to wear it, but Kedush Baruch Hu says, it is us. That's all background. Says the Sefer Gina's Bison. Maybe now we understand. Kasha gezel hedyot, yoter mi shama, go to mi gezel gavoha. Why? Gezel hedyot, as we know, sichlios. Bechlamitzvah sichlios. Line 36. Haseichel ha'enoshi mevin. Everybody realizes. She'ain, Ligzol, it's Rakusho Shalazulas. You can't steal. It's ABCs. Mishum kavar kasher Ole, Harutzon, and Abamah Shabas, Lagoska, Right when I think in my head that I'm going to steal, I already blew it. I'm already, I already violated. You think because it's it's seichel. If it's seichel, so right when I decide in my mind this is what I'm going to do, I've already sinned. Nefesh kisechto malamal b'shem. That's why by gezel hevyot it says hate first because it's kasha because right it happens right away. Nefesh soft, right when you think about it, it's finished. Gezel gavoha meila. Is that purely logical? Me'il is violated even if there's no loss to Khaser. It's so illog- it's so logical. No, he says, suggested it's shimi'os. I take it, and I'm going to give it back. Even if I'm not game. so it has at least chok elements to the Isser of me'ilah. And therefore, what? By me'ilah, even if I think about it that I wish I could do it, until I do it, it's okay. Because we all have thoughts. We have to control ourselves. So, you can think about it. You didn't violate. That's why the first Pasik says, Simomal, the chata, the is later. It's only when it's done. Kashe, gezel gezel Hedio, gezel Gavoha, Sikhlios, versus Shemios. Okay. One final thought for the evening. Getting back to the beginning. From the Pirinei HaTorah. This is our uh, new that we quoted a couple of weeks ago. The rub from, the Svardi Posig from Be'er Sheva. Adam ki akriv so We have from the beginning. A man ki akriv mikem. You give a carbon from you. Chazal darshin mikem. Right, yours. It should be from Gezel. But he quotes a mushroom. Adam ki mikem. He says, imagine... Somebody goes into a store and he wants to buy a mirror. He looks in the mirror, this gorgeous, fancy mirror, and he sees the picture in the mirror and he says to the storekeeper, I'm not buying this mirror. Look at that disheveled, disgusting-looking guy in your mirror. The guy says, what, are you crazy? He says, you're looking at you. You fix yourself up and then the mirror will look good. You're looking in the mirror. And you're saying the mirror's bad because you see yourself in the mirror. I said, that's ludicrous. Because of how you look, that's why you think there's something concerned in the mirror. Whatever you look like is what you're going to see in the mirror. You fix yourself up a little bit, so then the mirror is going to look beautiful in your eyes. The nimshal being, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is misnaig with us, however we're misnaig with him. If we act properly, then both are either in this world, and surely in the next world. We get exactly, shadow. Right, that Whatever he sees, whatever we see. But we do something negative, right, that's, that's projection. If somebody feels something, Rashi quotes it in Sefer Tvarim. If we feel something about Hakadosh Baruch Hu, sometimes we project. It. That's what Hakadosh Baruch Hu feels about us. But you know what? It's the mirror effect. If we act a certain way, that's what we're going to imagine Hakadosh Baruch Hu is acting with us. We give him more face time. He's going to give us more face time. The more hashgacha, the more emuna, the more we get, and we'll focus. We'll be able to focus. Anila dodi Vidodili. And maybe that's a hidden meaning in this pasik. Adam ki akriv. When a person wants to get close to Hashem, mikem, it's from you. It's all about you. It's from your own actions, from our own actions. If we act in a certain way, if we act in a certain way, Kurdish Varchus also acts in a certain way. And that's what we have to think about as we get into Chodesh Hagg'ula. Two nights from now, it's Chodesh, El, Chodesh Nisan. The Chodesh Nisan and Elul and Tishrei have, have uh, connections. But Chodesh Nisan, Benisan Nigga, Benisan Atzidin Ligal, and the looking down on us. Are we ready? Do we really want it so badly? So Adam Kiyakriv Mikem, we have to take the messages of Parshas Vayikra, of Sefer Vayikra, with us as we head towards the Chodesh Keep okay, us Bethlehem, next week, regular schedule. And then uh, the following week next Wednesday, and then a week from Sunday will be the uh the Haggadah share. Again, past years of Hagadas uh, are up on the on the web, but um, the Haggadah share for this year will be the same a week from Sunday.